Hello and welcome to the program for November 7th, 2023 or the 23rd of Cheshvan 5784 in the Hebrew calendar. We mourn our brave soldiers who fell in the battle to defeat an enemy who was determined to destroy the state of Israel and brutally killed every Jew in their path. We feel the pain of the families and we pray that the Almighty may comfort them among the other mourners of Zion and Jerusalem. With the help of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Holy, blessed be He, we shall smite the enemy and emerge stronger than we were before. I am Walter Bingham and like you, waiting for our brave IDF to free the hostages. We are now experiencing a second major war since our independence in 1948. If you think that I'm stating the obvious, then please remember that for a young country like ours to have to defend our existence once again is a major event that affects every citizen of Israel, in fact, every Jew in the world. Regular listeners to my program will recall the many occasions on which I stressed that we are living in a period that is equivalent to the mid-1930s in Germany, when Jews had to keep a very low profile for fear of being attacked and when groups of Nazis went hunting for Jews. I was not believed, having lived in Germany during those years, I have experienced it all before. The daily increasing attacks on us and on our property. To help to put an end to such anti-Semitic outrages, I fought the Nazis as a British soldier for four years, convinced that after the war, the slogan, never again, has real meaning. I soon realized that anti-Semitism is used as a panacea to take people's mind off all problems that occur around the world, economic or political. Very often I read comments that I'm exaggerating when I warned about the growing physical anti-Semitism. Listeners were trying to convince me that the future for Jews in the world is secure and that Israel needs a strong Jewish diaspora. Oh, really? In the United States, Jews constitute 2.4% of the population, yet, as Secretary Blinken said recently, they suffer 60% of all racial attacks. Just look at what happened this week in the Russian Republic of Dagestan, or in Paris, where Jewish homes were daubed with stars of David and their cars were vandalized. French Jews are removing the mezuzot from their front doors for fear of being identified. In Vienna, the Jewish cemetery was set on fire and vandalized. Did you see how many hundreds of thousands marched in Madrid, Paris, London, New York and many smaller centers around the world calling death to Jews? It's 1938 all over again. 
The world was silent then and is silent now. Thanks God for the state of Israel that will protect us. I am old enough to recognize the signs of things to come. It is ignorance that drives the masses who support Hamas, proved by the fact that among those who shout Free Palestine are members of the LGBT movement waving their rainbow flags. Homosexuality is a criminal offense in Muslim-controlled areas so that they effectively vote for their own destruction. It's evident that when the international reporters are continually reinforcing the concept of occupied Palestinian land and the conditions of the Gazan population, they contribute to the ignorance of the demonstrating masses and show their own lack of knowledge. One of the worst offenders is the chief correspondent of Sky News, Stuart Ramsey, whose biased anti-Israel reporting reflects only his own opinion and is devoid of facts. The media bosses would do well to educate their reporters about the history of the area before sending them out to infuse what should be factual reports with their own ignorant and biased views. Here is the sound file from a video recently made by the son of a Hamas leader. His name is Mosab Hassan Youssef. There are a bunch of movements coming forward in the West, angry in the streets, protesting. Some call themselves pro-Palestine, some call themselves free Palestine. Others say end occupation. What occupation are you talking about? Do you mean end Israel and give Hamas what they want? Give Hamas weaponry, territory, soldiers, army, so they can mess more with the global security? Are you totally blind? How can't you see the things in common between the West and Israel? And how can't you see the violence and the brutality of Hamas movement? Or it's your hatred. You have nothing to do with Palestine. You're just projecting hatred and inflicting emotional pain on the Jewish people as they mourn a modern day Holocaust. Do you think this is how you help Palestine? There is no such a thing as Palestine. Palestine what? Yasser Arafat Palestine? PLO Palestine? PA Palestine? Hamas Palestine? Islamic Jihad Palestine? What Palestine are you protesting for? You have no idea what you're talking about. I am being emotional. I have the right to be emotional. Because I speak on behalf of the children, as a Palestinian child, as a child of the land, I qualify to talk about the subject. But you, you have no idea what you're talking about. You've never been there. You did not live the pain of that land. So what are you protesting against or about? What is your problem? Let me be clear. 
this war will go the way we want it to go. Your opinion doesn't matter. Even if you were a majority, you don't matter. Not in this war. It's not your business. You protest against your politicians in London, in Paris, everywhere, wherever you want. That's your business. But in the Middle East, we deal with business, the Middle East style. The Middle East style. We are going after Hamas leaders. And we're going to kill all of them. And nobody can get in the way. Those are criminals. Those, those are terrorists. They have lots of blood on their hands. Hamas prisoners in Israeli prisons must be executed. We are going to destroy Hamas infrastructure. And that's the answer for their brutality. There is no way around it. As you see, I'm not politically correct. I'm not your type. And I will not be. This act of Hamas did not only bring the wrath of Israel against Gaza. It brought the wrath of God. And you will see God in action. That was the voice of the son of a Hamas leader. He showed his face on his video on YouTube. To our fellow Jews in the diaspora, I speak from the heart, based on my personal experience. Please learn from the past and wake up to reality. Friends, believe me, it will not pass but get worse, particularly when during Israel's successes in this war there will be more Arab civilian casualties. But please don't accept the figures published by Hamas for whom casualties serve their desired purpose to get international sympathy and who therefore inflate them. I can hear you calling me a fearmonger. Well, just as events exonerated me for comparing the present with the 1930s, so you will recall my words in time to come and say, Walter was right again. Although we are in an extended war with the evil Hamas terrorists, have no illusions, we shall destroy them totally. Israel will emerge from the ordeal even stronger than we were before. All of us are at one. Therefore, only in Israel will you be safe from the ever-increasing anti-Semitism, so don't get caught by surprise. Consider your children's future. Relocate to Israel, the home for all Jews. Yet, there are some Jews who seem to believe that their children will have a better life among the belligerent anti-Semites in Europe than in Israel. Here's a report from the Jewish News, an influential UK newspaper, and I quote, British-born Richard Binstock, who moved to Israel in 2009, has come back to London with his Israeli wife and three children aged seven, five and two. Forced to flee their home in Rishon LeZion, south of Tel Aviv. Forced to leave the home in Rishon LeZion? He is now not sure if they will ever move back to the Jewish state. He said, and I quote, Leaving Israel was not an easy decision, but it was made easier 
when you have three young children living in the firing line. We don't know how safe it is in Israel anymore. He obviously feels safer among anti-Semites. Young man, you will regret it. It is true that Rishon LeZion in the Israeli coastal strip is the target of occasional rocket attacks, but to refer to it as in the firing line is a gross misrepresentation of the truth. He neither lived near the Gaza border nor at Israel's northern border. How dare Mr. Binstock take his children back into London where he has to hide his Jewish identity for fear of being attacked. Instead of abandoning the country that gave him a safe home, he should see what all other Israeli citizens do for their country. It's just been reported that 600 litres of mother's milk have been collected. My neighbours, he in his 80s and his wife, not so many years behind, are regularly going to army bases to do whatever is required of them. Now, before we get to the next item, I think it's time for some songs to cheer us up. And who else than Lenny Solomon, Mr. Schlockrock? Can I have some chicken served on Ema's special dishes? Soup and challah candlesticks, kiddusha is delicious. Amdalalalamdalai, 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 amdalalalamdalai. Guests would come and go, each Shabbat meal was heaven sent. I hear words of Torah and it really made a dent. So now that I am older, I can do the same, you see. With my wife and children, there's no place I'd rather be. Hey! Soup and challah candlesticks, kiddusha is delicious. Every Shabbat meal we eat is really quite nutritious. Can I have some chicken served on Ema's special dishes? Soup and challah candlesticks, Kiddushin is delicious. You know we're not singing it in the right order. Which is candlesticks, Kiddush, challah and soup. But then the song wouldn't work now, would it? So look forward to the Sabbath each and every day. Cause observing it real well can help Mashiach come our way. Take the day for resting and it will improve your life. Um, for example... Yes? Shabbat really changed my world. For my kids and my wife, it's great for me and you. Soup and challah candlesticks, kiddushin is delicious. 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 If you want to comment on this story or anything else you hear in this show, please write to Walter at israelnewstalkradio.com where you will always get my personal reply or place your comment in the appropriate section of the Walter Bingham file window on our website. The US Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, has today again arrived in Israel to talk about how Israel should conduct its war with the Hamas terrorists. But unlike on the previous occasion, when he expressed his government's unqualified support, he is now calling for a so-called pause to promote negotiations to free the hostages. This is in effect a ceasefire that would enable Hamas to regroup and reassess their strategy following their heavy losses. 
compare that with the Speaker of the House of Representatives, Mike Johnson, who said yesterday, we will provide Israel the aid it needs. Prime Minister Netanyahu has repeatedly said that Israel will not stop pursuing Hamas until they are totally defeated, that there will neither be a pause nor a ceasefire. Addressing the Special Operations Engineering Unit, Defence Minister Galant praised their operations and said, We have unique solutions to the Hamas tunnel threat. The terrorists have two alternatives, either surrender unconditionally or die in the tunnels. There is no third alternative. It seems to me that the U.S. is more concerned about the U.S. citizens among the hostages than the total defeat of the Hamas terror regime. Blinken has already expressed his government's plans to install the PA, the Palestinian Authority, to rule over the whole of Gaza. Even just to suggest this is an insult to all of us. Do they really think that Israel spilled the blood of our people only to replace one terror regime with another? Who do they think are the terrorists who carry out the shootings and the stabbings in Israel? They are the supporters of the PA, who are encouraged by Mahmoud Abbas and his gang to kill our people by financially supporting the perpetrators and their families for life with monthly payments according to the number of Jews they kill. That's called pay to slay. As I suggested last week, after the defeat of Hamas, Gaza should be administered for the first year by the military, just as was the case in Germany after World War II. Then a competent, vetted civilian Arab administration should be installed to administer a part of the strip designated for the Arab population. The whole of Gaza must become sovereign Israel, so that a large part can again be settled by Jews. Under no circumstances can we allow the PA or any other entity to again control the whole of the Gaza Strip. I believe that Secretary Blinken has brought with him the newly confirmed US Ambassador to Israel, Jacob Lew, who was Treasury Secretary during the Obama administration when $400 million in cash was delivered to the Iranian regime on the day of the implementation of the nuclear deal in 2015. He was an ATM to the Iranian Ayatollah, said Senator John Barrasso in Lou's confirmation hearing last Wednesday. He oversaw the ransom payment to Iran, the massive influx of cash that was ultimately a direct deposit into Iran's terrorism account, continued Senator Barrasso. Lou played a major role in negotiating the Iran nuclear deal that sanctions millions of dollars to Iran, he said. Leading Senate Republicans have expressed concern over Biden's choice 
for ambassador to Israel because of Lou's deal in 2015. In my view, his appointment as ambassador to Israel is like inviting a fox into the henhouse. More about Ambassador Lou in a future program. Finally, some items in brief. Israel has sent several thousand workers from Gaza who were in the country on October the 7th back to Gaza. None will be allowed to enter Israel. A Jewish youth leader from the city of Malmö in Sweden has publicly stated that he is afraid for his life. Malmö, Sweden's third largest city with a population of more than 345,000, houses more than 100,000 militant Muslims. Its Jewish community has declined amid frequent threats and attacks, mostly by Muslims, from 1,200 several years ago to an estimated 600 or fewer members today. It is estimated that by 2029 the Jewish community will cease to exist. Jews in the UK no longer feel safe, writes Manchester, UK-born Rabbi Jonathan Lieberman from Netanya in the Jerusalem Post. He quotes Lord David Wolfson, a Jewish member of the House of Lords, who made a speech last week on the floor of the House in which he stated that he was more fearful for the safety of his daughter on the London Underground wearing a mug and a beat than he was for his son currently wearing the uniform of the IDF in the battlefield. The Daily Mail recently reported that a football match between a Jewish and a non-Jewish team of eight-year-olds had to be abandoned because some parents of the non-Jewish children refused to let their kids play against Jews. I stress, Jews, not Israelis. Imagine if that had been white kids refusing to play against blacks, what the reaction would have been. The golden age for British Jews is over. Here in Israel, we are praying for the victory of the IDF and the total destruction of the Hamas-dominated rule in Gaza. I am Walter Bingham, and until the next time, I wish you a peaceful week, free of pain and worries. In these stressful times, it's very important to care for our elderly neighbors, wherever you live. They may be thinking of their families in Israel, or Ukraine, or even Dagestan. Thank you.